Welcome back, Richard. It's good to see you a day later than we usually record. Right. We had a couple of inquiries over the weekend. You know, did you record or didn't you? And yeah. So we um, had some technical issues, and we, we thought they were going to continue this morning, but it, they may have resolved. So we're going to we're giving it a shot and see how it goes. Give it a try. Okay. Because you know why? Because we are motivated, and that is actually yeah. a topic. <laughs> I wondered how you were going to um, introduce this topic. Well, we yeah. gave a spoiler last week, right? Uh, last week's podcast, we said we were going to be discussing motivation today. So. Uh, absolutely. And so we, we are going to talk about motivation. And we, we've talked about motivation before, and there's lots of different ways that we can we could talk about it. We could talk about intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic motivation and, and the different ways in which um, you know we, we try to encourage and foster motivation. But what we're going to talk about today is really the the relationship between motivation and what people refer to as laziness, um, because you know we work with we work with a lot of children and families and schools, and in doing so, they, those are words that we hear a lot. We hear lazy a lot. We hear mo- motivation or not motivated uh, a lot, and this is just an, a really important topic for us to discuss, especially with the start of the school year. Exactly, um, we hear this frequently. Um, especially during when, as it relates to school, parents will say, well, she's lazy or he's not motivated, or if he would just be a little bit more motivated, whether they're talking about school or sports or any activity, you know, they always talk about kids being lazy, number one. And also if they were more motivated, they would do better. And those are the two things we typically hear. And so we want to talk about these. There's two notions here that we want to emphasize one is, what do we mean by lazy? And the second is, um, how do we, what do we do about motivation? I right. think is the second part of this that we want to talk about. Absolutely. And so a lot of this comes from a, um, a book that uh, a, a pediatrician that we admired uh, wrote a, a number of years ago called The Myth of Laziness. And, right. and you know, w- we admire that because, you know, what we've found in our perspective is that it's not typically that kids are lazy. Um, it's just that they're not interested in doing what we want them to do. Um, but we'll get to that a little bit more later. There, there are going to be um, links to three different articles in the show notes. And one of those is from Psychology Today, written by uh, Jennifer Gerlach. Gerlach. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And her uh, article mm-hmm. is entitled, You Aren't Lazy, Exploring a Lack of Motivation. And so right. let's, let's start with that and start with these definitions. So what is laziness? Right. Laziness is the unwillingness to do something. Um, and we use the term to explain why somebody is not practicing enough or not studying enough or not starting a project or not finishing a project. That's typically how we use the word laziness. Motivation is different. And, and it, it's an important distinction. Motivation is the reason one has for doing something or behaving in some way. So one is an unwillingness and the other is a reason. Um, In biology, we talk about motivation being a function of deprivation. Um, And there are certain human behaviors like water balance and feeding and care of the young and uh, rest, for example. And the more deprived you are of these things, the longer the deprivation, the higher the motivation. Right. So as deprivation increases, motivation increases. But when you're talking about doing homework, 
Right. That it doesn't work that way. So right. we need to distinguish those biological motivation from cultural or educational um, or Societal. recreational motivation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those, those biological motivators are are driven by our brain. That, that's again, as it suggests, it's biologically driven. The, these other things like homework and school and exercise and all the other things that we expect ourselves and others to do, those things are socially driven. Those are, you know, culturally driven. And, and so that becomes a little bit more difficult because it, we start getting into values and we start getting into, you know, um, what, if those, if those social or societal issues or, or motivations can be tied sometimes to a biological um, motivator, you know, depending mm -hmm. on how those things all interrelate, we're going to be more or less motivated to, to do something or driven to do something um, that society or our culture or our family wants us to do. That's so, right. If you live, yeah. If you live in an industrialized nation, a high tech nation, <clears throat> education is going to be important. A, a school type education, that kind of education is important. If you live in a nomadic tribe or a a tribe in the Amazon or in the outback of Australia, you're motivated to learn other kinds of things. Okay, right. so so that's why we say it's cultural because in our culture, um, there's a high value placed on education, right. and so doing your homework and doing projects and being punctual and being on time are important values in our culture. And so we time, we time motivation to those values. Absolutely. And so we're going to talk about three types or three sort of levels of motivation. Um, and again, this is not what you traditionally hear of intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic motivation. That that's we, We've done other podcasts on that. What we're talking about here is sort of the way in which motivation is used as it relates to laziness. Um, if we're pulling those two concepts together and the verse, yeah. first type that we're going to talk about briefly is, you know, we all have lazy days. We all have those days where it's like, you know what? I just want to sit around, <laughs> watch Netflix and not do anything today. We right. all have those days. Um, right. They're just lazy days. I had one yesterday. Um, I had planned to do all this work on Sunday. You know, I said, OK, on Sunday, I'm going to do all this stuff. But my daughter happened to visit and she wanted to go out and watch movies and just play around. And I thought, well, I'm just going to take the day off. So it was sort of a lazy day for me. I took that day off. Um, it, it's, it can be planned. I didn't plan to take yesterday off. So it was just spontaneous. She appeared and she wanted to do other things. Or you can plan it. You can say, okay, weekend's coming. I'm not doing anything on Saturday. I'm going to, I'm just going to read. I'm going to curl up with a good book. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to do, I'm, my kids refer to it as vegging out. I'm going right. to veg out. And that's a, that's probably adaptive. It's probably good. Mm -hmm. And that's the first level of being lazy or unmotivated. You're not, mo you're motivated to curl up with a good book. You're not motivated to mow the lawn. Okay. Right. But it's, but it's still, you're taking this day off and that's a good thing. Mental health day. Right. You know, the kids get up and say, okay, let's take a mental health day today. You're not really being lazy. It's just sort of, you're, you're going to give yourself a rest. Right. Yeah. That's the first level. Right. So if you think of that at one extreme, um, mm -hmm. it, at the other extreme is completely unmotivated to do anything. And this is, exactly. a, this, a, this occurs when a person 
um, lacks motivation or drive, or, you know, sometimes they refer to it as just the energy or, or anything to do most things. Now, when, when that's the case, oftentimes we're talking about psychopathology. We're, you know, this is something, this is like a, a anhedonia or a lack of drive that we see in individuals with severe depression and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Because what, what, is, what we're talking about is this, um, just the inability to develop a, 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 an interest or a drive to do you know, to get out of bed, to watch, sometimes even watch TV or mess with mm-hmm. your phone. You know, we're talking about a severe um, condition here. And again, we're often referring to psychopathology with at this end of the extreme. That's right. Yeah. If you're, if you're not motivated to do anything, if you're, you know, when we talk about people who say, I just can't, I can't even get out of bed in the morning. I don't have any desire to do anything. Probably much more serious um, there was years ago when when uh, we were concerned about TV, this was long before the Internet. So in the 50s, 60s, 70s and into the 80s, um, we used to talk. We used a phrase called least objectionable programming. People would not watch a program on TV. They would watch TV. They would just the TV would be on and they would flip through the channels until they found something that, uh, that, that they weren't waiting for the show to occur. There's a couple of shows now like Yellowstone, Sopranos, um, um, Downton Abbey, those sorts of things. People would wait. Ted Lasso, I think is a good, we would wait for Ted Lasso and watch that show. Just watching TV, um, watching what, is tolerable. We call least objectionable programming. Um, and that's kind of what people do with computers. The, the computer will be on, we'll have YouTube running, we'll have TikTok running. We're not motivated in anything in particular. We're just sort of, of using up the day. We're just sort of watching right. it possibly. That's different. That's a different kind of lack of motivation. Yeah. And so, and so with that, you know, we're often talking about therapy or we're talking about you know getting mental health support in some way uh, right. to help those kinds of issues now right. between these two is what i think most parents and most teachers talk about when it comes especially when it comes to kids but you know adults experience this as well and, and that right. is this it's not that there is a lack of motivation it's not that there is an absence of motivation it's that there not motivated to do the things that other people want them to do. You know, so you, you take a kid, right. who, um, you know, every time you ask him if he has homework, he says, no, you know, he does, he sits there at his desk and he doodles instead of doing the, doing the schoolwork. And you say, well, you know what, if he was just a little bit more motivated, he's so lazy, he just sits around and plays his games all day long, or he just, he's motivated to do what he's interested in. He's motivated to play his game. He can't wait to get home to play his games. Right. That's motivation. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's motiv- not motivated. It's not that he's not, it's not that he's lazy. It's that right. he's not interested in doing what we would like for him to do. And this is where we start getting into a little bit of a, a, a sticky spot because now what we're really kind of battling is this difference in values. If, if a kid doesn't value or a person doesn't value what society or relationships or other people expect of them or want them to value, then we get this mismatch like we have in this third type of lack of motivation. That's right. These kids and, and it's, it's as parents think about laziness and motivation at one, just to review at one extreme, we have 
you're going to take a mental health day. Just going to take that. At the other extreme, we have a serious condition. But most of what we're talking about falls somewhere between those two extremes. And this is where you have a kid who's motivated, who's just not motivated to do homework, just not motivated, doesn't want to go to school. Why? But he's motivated to do other things. Right. You know, kid, in today's climate, uh, kids like to do homeschooling. Well, the advantage of homeschooling for many kids is they can get, get it finished in two hours, and then they have the rest of the day to do what they want to do, what they're truly motivated to do. School isn't a big priority. It's not valued for, for right. these kids. And so, but they're not lazy. They, they're just not motivated to do what we value, what our culture values, and that is going to school all day. Right. So you think about you think about your kids that your, your son's in his room and he's playing, you know, Call of Duty or something. And then you go in and you say, hey, hey, man, I need you to go out and mow the yard. Well, you know, I'm sure this is the case in other places. But here in Florida, it's it's close to a thousand degrees outside on, on Saturday. Yes, afternoon. One or two. Just a couple of <laughs> going out yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's a blinding heat, you know, just... it is. And so you, you say, you, hey, man, you need to go out and mow the yard. And and he said, he's like, OK, I will in a minute. And he stays on the video game. And we think, God, he's so lazy. He just <laughs> wants to get up and go out and mow. Well, I wouldn't be that motivated to go out and mow either. Um, so, you, you know, that what is. What do I want to do? Do I want to play Call of Duty or do I want to go out in, you know, on the surface of the sun and mow the grass? That's that's absolutely so thick and yeah. tall because of it, of all the rain. It's it's right. It's unreal. Right. That's right. So um, they have plenty of motivation for TikTok, for Call of Duty. Um, that's why kids today, they keep those tabs open at, at the bottom of their computer. So even if they're in a in a family space, in an open space in the house where they can be supervised, they're switching back and forth from those. They go to they go to YouTube, they go to TikTok, and then they go back to do their homework if somebody's around. So they're motivated to do certain things. They're just not motivated to do what we want them to do. They're not motivated to do a science fair project. They're not motivated to do a book report, but they are motivated to do something. So I think what parents have to do is decide what kind of motivation are you talking about? Are you talking about the first type, the third type, or this middle type? Because each of these is going to require a different intervention. Right. So for that first type, just the lazy day, there's not really an intervention for that. We all have those days. And most of the time we, we have that period, that, that that day, and then we get back to everything the next day. Usually just everything is okay. Even, no. with, even with that more severe type, th there's what we're, again, like we're talking about, we're talking about right. interventions, meaning right. therapy. We're talking about treatment because when you're at that severe level, um, we're talking about depression or oftentimes some type of psychopathology or mental health issue that, you know, it's not really, it's not truly laziness. It's, you know, again, anhedonia or, or something like that associated with depression or some other mental health concern. That's it's right. If you, that's right. If you or somebody you care about has, you think they have this third type, this extreme lack of motivation, the article by Gerlach, and it'll be in the show notes, she lists six different explanations for why you might be that way. Now, we, we don't have time to go through each one, but you can imagine things like you have very low mood. 
you've lost sight of your goal. You know, some people start getting a job and they lose sight of their goal and, and, and job, you know, work loses its value, work loses its joy, its purpose. Another reason is you're a perfectionist. People who are perfectionists um, keep you from completing anything. You're, you're, so that's another reason why some people have these problems. And then the other one is uh, loneliness. Um, when we're all social beings, and we learned this during the pandemic, that when your social needs are not met, your motivation goes way down. You just don't feel like doing anything when you start to disconnect. This happened to uh, some people I know during the pandemic um, who were living in cities that shut down. Some cities really shut down during the pandemic. And people, some people really struggled. And they explain this lack of motivation, low energy, low mood. These could be metabolic problems. So, But these are all more serious, either physical or mental health issues that need to be addressed by a professional. But this is this is a smaller group. What most of us are dealing with is that middle group right. and what we do about them. That's what we want to talk about. Yeah. And, and with that group, oftentimes we're... I, well, I, you, you mentioned the, the, the pandemic, and, and I think that... Again, you know, try really hard to avoid blaming everything on the pandemic because we mm-hmm. saw we saw this before then as well. But what right. what I think that a lot of kids and, and people in general have, have learned during that pandemic is that, as you alluded to a moment ago, school school can be done in different ways. When when you're homeschooled, uh, school can sometimes be arranged in such a way that. You know, you can get a, most of the day done within a relatively shorter period of time. You don't have to go for seven and a half hours a day. Now, that's not always the case, and that's not always the case for every student. Right. But um, so th- there are some of those kinds of issues. For for many other kids, you know, when you really look down at the at the the bare bones of it, what you see is that many kids who aren't motivated to do school are kids who aren't really good at school or they, they have a history of of struggling at school. And so one of the things that we really emphasize is we have to focus on achievement. We have to focus on, if we focus on achievement before we focus on motivation, our outcome is going to be much better because Mm -hmm. achievement comes first. Right. Right. Once you're, once you're achieving, then you become motivated. That's right. Uh, Most, most of us, uh, are under the impression have have the belief that if you're motivated, if you're highly motivated, you will be a high achiever. That's just reverse of what actually is. If you're a high achiever, then you're motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I say to parents or teachers is, who, what student in a graduating class has the highest motivation? And they'll typically say the valedictorian, the 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 the, the valedictorian, the salutatorian, those kids who are in the top ten percent. That's where all the motivation is. Who's not motivated? The underachievers, the bottom ten or the bottom twenty five percent. They're not motivated because they're not good at it. I, I I can assure you, I'm not motivated to repair my own car, and the reason I'm not motivated is I'm not very good at it. Right. And so because I'm not good, I don't do it. I'm not going to bring a lot of motivation to that. And that's what we see with these school kids. If you're not doing well. The other thing I say to teachers is teachers can't do much about motivation. We don't know. We really don't know how to increase motivation. We can scare you into motivated, being motivated. We can bribe you into motivation. But we don't know how to increase motivation. What teachers do know how to do is teach. 
Right. And you just tell teachers, you just get this kid at a higher level of achievement and the motivation will take care of itself. Absolutely. You do your job and the motivation will come. Yeah. And you can see that even in, in their gaming, if you want to, if you want to go to that, you know, they, they choose games and they, they, they really stick to games that they are good at, you know, it, good at. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you take it. I, I've talked to some kids, um, you know, a, a lot of kids like Fortnite, for example. Well, you know, there are a group of kids who hate Fortnite. And when you talk to them, the reason they hate Fortnite is because they're not good at it. They, right, they tried, right. and and it, the, the the way that the system works, it just it just isn't the thing for them, and so right. they, they are very good at it. You take another kid who goes in and he's really good at it. He he takes to it really well. He can handle that that type of that style of play, and he sticks to it and just you know wants to spend all of his time doing it. So and the it, better he gets with video games as it is with with schoolwork and everything else. Right. If they're good at it then they will be motivated to do it more. That's right. So the two the two concepts we want to leave you with with this um, second life, second this middle motivation. One is that first you get achievement, then you get motivation. So if you're dealing with a student who's not motivated in school, then put your effort into increasing motivation. Well, I'm not good at math. No, it means you have to work hard, work it means you have to get to a higher level of achievement and then you'll be motivated to do it. If you're not, if you're not good at it, you're not going to do it. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter whether it's school or Fortnite or call of duty. Um, I was never very good at video games. I came to them much later. So I don't care. I don't like video games because I'm not good at it. If I was good at it, I'd probably do. I'd probably play more video games. Second thing is if you're talking about something other than school, dieting, exercising, getting your life in order, organizing your house. We have an article here um, called The Myth of Motivation. And in that article, the author says, you have to have committed action if you want to get motivation. You have to do something. And I think about Nike, where just do it, okay? You have to just do it. But in order to have committed action, and this speaks to the point that you made at the beginning is that you have to value it. Right. You, you have to value something in order. It has to be consistent with your value system if you're going to take action. But the first thing you have to do is take action. Um, over the weekend, we talked about that fellow from uh, um, Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, the exercise guy. And that's what he said. He said, just go to the gym. Go to the gym and start working out, and then you'll be motivated. If you sit on your couch and wait for motivation, you're probably going to focus on M&Ms and potato chips and sodas. And that's right. Yeah. In in sports psychology, we we refer to it as intention. Um, Mm -hmm. You have to be intentional about what you want. And so, you know, like, like, as you just said, you know, nobody is, you're not going to be naturally um, motivated um, sort of spontaneously motivated to go to the gym after working eight or nine hours a day. Mm-hmm. You're not going to come get home and say, you know what, really, I just want to go to the gym. That's, that's <laughs> no, not, that's not, right. you know, not unless you have been to the gym and you've been, you know, that's part of your routine and part of your, your, um, your day. 
So you have to have some intention behind it. You have to have some, as you said, committed action and say, you know, what, this is what I'm going to do every day, or this is what I'm going to do on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or however you're going to break it down. You have to say, this is what I'm going to do. Um, with kids, um, one of the things we've talked about before and in other podcasts is you you have to schedule and, and make their day routine. So between these times, that is homework time. It doesn't right. matter if you have homework or not. This is the time within which you do homework. If you don't have homework, this is when you read. And, and right. time is just dedicated for that. And the more that you do it and you you see some benefits, you you have some achievement again, um, you know, the, the, the time when people quit exercising tends to be after about a week or two because it's mm-hmm. too short of time to really see any benefits, but it's um, but it's longer than, you you know, that sort of that. So, sort of that hormonal drive that you might have to do it. And it's where that right. intentional or committed action really is important to overcome that. Mm-hmm. You can start seeing some benefits and then you right. can start having some more of that sort of natural motivation to do it. With kids, it's the same. Right. Way. You know, if they're struggling mm-hmm. with math and they're failing math tests, they're not going to want to sit and do Khan Academy for, you know, 30 right. minutes every day after school. They're just not going to want to do right. that. But as soon as right. they start seeing some benefits and they do well in the next test and they mm-hmm. can, you can tie it back and say, see that exercise, that practice that you were doing every day after school, look how much, how much better you're doing. Now they're going to start to have some drive for it. That's right. And I can't emphasize that enough, that if you increase achievement, motivation is going to go with it. It's you're going to, they're going to become more motivated. Right. But you have to increase achievement first, whether it's dieting. That's why people stop dieting. Right. If you don't achieve your goal, you're going to stop. You're going to you're, you're only going to be motivated if you're seeing some results. Absolutely. Yeah, so. Absolutely. So so the take home message today is most of us, most of our kids are not really lazy. They're, they're, mm. they're just not really motivated to do the same the, the things that we want them to be motivated to do. In order to help them along the lines with that, uh, in order to help them build some naturally occurring motivation for that, we have to increase achievement. Um, One avenue for doing that is that committed action or that intention saying, you know, this is just what we're going to do. We are just going to go to the gym. We are just going to do homework during this time. This is just part of what we're going to do so that you can build those skills, increase achievement, and then you'll start seeing some increase in motivation. Exactly. Well, you stop using the word lazy. Most yeah, of the time, yeah. lazy, lazy has lazy. no place here. Nobody's lazy. They just don't want to do what we want them to do. That's what we have to figure out. Where's the? Where, where do we approach the achievement or the action? Uh, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. Um, we'll be back next week, um, hopefully on our regular scheduled time uh, that we usually record. So back on the weekend. Right? That's right. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy. And forget to be afraid.